I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. NFL schedule release tonight. Who will your New Orleans Saints be playing and when? Um, crazy good time in the NFL, but, uh, and Dak and the Cowboys, how will that look? Man, schedule is, is a big piece of the puzzle, not just for SEC football, but for the NFL, we welcome in NFL insider, pro football focus, pff.com. Steve Palazzolo joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Steve, are you, you get excited about this? You fired up about tonight? Not really. No. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Is that the whole show? Is that all we're talking about? Well, no, 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 no. I've got some other things I, that I want to hit. I watch every game. I have to cover every game. And whether it happens in week one or week 18, doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I don't travel for games. I don't go anywhere. I don't have to schedule a road trip or anything like that. I'm stuck in my house watching every game, so I don't care. But I get it. No, it's kind of exciting. It's kind of exciting to see what the matchups are. What What is your take on the international games and where this is going with so many over in Europe and Mexico City? And uh, like you said, you're up regardless. You're, you're going to watch them regardless of what time. But, uh, you know, what do you think about it? Where do you think this is going? Well, I, I know the NFL starting to. I, I had this joke uh, a couple of years ago that we should that that the NFL is going to have like island game weekend, where uh, that that lull in between the end of the college football regular season and the playoffs, they're going to just say we're going to have a game every three hours, Friday through Monday. You know, and, and and I feel like we're getting closer to that with Black Friday game and the three Thanksgiving games. There's three Christmas Day games on a Monday, all that stuff. Um, as far as the international games, though, I mean, they're just trying to grow the brand worldwide. And, 
you know, there are, I know guys like Mike Florio in the league think that expansion is coming and it's not just, Hey, the Jaguars are going to move to London. It's like, there's going to be two more teams and then two more teams. And Florio's painted this picture of having 40 NFL teams, which I think is kind of ridiculous, but I think it's just trying to grow the brand and figure out, Hey, could we, could we have a team traveling back and forth to England and, um, you know, expand our brand to Germany and all these other places because the NFL just wants to be worldwide. So I think it's potential expansion in the next 10 plus years and just trying to grow the NFL's brand and also put a game on TV every hour of the day. So you're able to do that with 9:30 a.m. Eastern games when you're in, you know, England and Germany and all that stuff. Incredible. Steve Palazzolo pro football focus on the farm bureau insurance guest line. Blake and I got into this yesterday, Trevor Lawrence trending the right way. Um, you know, may even have, may, may get better and better the next couple of years now that looks like they, they somewhat gotten their act together. Um, what, would he look at this and go, I, I'm not signing a long-term deal because Jacksonville could be in London and I don't want to be there and free agents may not want to go. Not that they're flocking to Jacksonville, Florida, but you know where I'm going here and, and we don't know how that would look if it, if it happened Sooner than later, you mentioned 10 years, but let's say it happened year four, four years from now, and he's in, I don't know, the uh, with two years left on a contract, and if they had to come over here and play four in a row and then stay over there and play four in a row so that it wouldn't be you know too much back and forth, could you see where an expansion team had difficulty? I'm not worried about the safeties and the running backs and stuff like that but they would have difficulty signing a franchise QB being in Europe, Steve? Yeah, it's, it's a really good point. Absolutely. That that could be the case. I mean, I, I think most of what the NFL thought about is the competitive disadvantages, but let's be serious. The way the NFL has made decisions over the last couple of years, it's not for competitive purposes. You know, like when they, when they reshuffle those games in week 18, it's for the best drama possible. It's for the best product. It's for the best ratings. Um, so the NFL will consider this a little bit. But, yeah, that absolutely could be a disadvantage for teams in Europe. I, I don't think Jacksonville ends up moving. Um, NFL, I mean, I think they've all been pretty adamant that that's not really the case, even though they've been the team that's played overseas the most. But now they're talking about redoing the stadium and being out of the stadium for two years potentially and, I don't know. We might be leaning towards that. Yeah, so I, I think that's absolutely a possibility, and, and that would be bad for the league. I think if um, someone like Trevor Lawrence decides, hey, I don't, I don't want to play in London for two years while they're building this new stadium, or I don't want to, you know, play in London at all, or wherever it might be, and uh, you know, teams are just at this complete disadvantage because of franchise quarterbacks for the rest of forever. So yeah, I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, I'm surprised. I think the NFL probably wanted to have teams over there by now. I mean, we're sitting here in 2023. They've been doing games overseas since like 07 or so. So this has been a, it's been a buildup. They keep adding to it. So yeah, the tipping point might be coming pretty soon where they try to actually move, move some stuff over there. Okay. Steve Palazzolo on the out of bounds show. Uh, what? Let's go to Derek Carr and the saints. Now who that nation's all excited. Kyle Brandt, good morning football, put him in the third tier of NFC QBs. And do you agree with that? That 
that he's third tier, or would you have him in the second tier of NFC QBs, Steve? I mean, in the NFC, probably second tier. I, I think I think Carr is dead smack in the middle of the third tier of NFL quarterbacks. And again, everybody's tiers are different. You know, for me, I think there's there's probably four elite quarterbacks. There's this top eight to ten tier. You know, that second, you know, the the top two tiers of quarterbacks for me are all like top ten caliber guys. And then QBs eleven through twenty two or whatever that is feel like they're in the same bucket for me. And Carr's one of those guys where I think in, you know, there's been years where he's been a top 10 quarterback. There's been years where he's been 20th. And, you know, just from uh, using PFF war, our uh, wins above replacement metric, he was top 10 a couple of years. He was top 12 in 2021. And then last year he was 23rd when he, you know, missed a little bit of time and that hurt him as well. So I think there's that, that that's the range. Um, but when you have that quarterback, you know, if you put the right pieces around him, you can win, and I think the the thing with Carr is he's been he's been a little bit better when he's more aggressive because he's got he has a very good arm and he can drive the ball down the field. And I think when there, there were points in his career where he got a little bit too conservative, uh, maybe the early Gruden years and everything. And, and when they finally got, um, I know Henry Ruggs just you know he's gone, but um, when they got Henry Ruggs and his deep speed and they kind of made Carr throw the ball down the field a little bit more, I think that that opened up the offense. It opened up you know, his production. Um, so that was in 2020. And, you know, I think there's, there's something to that with, with the playmakers that the Saints have. If they can get Carr staying aggressive and everything, that's how you maximize his potential. And it's like he's probably not going to play like a top five quarterback in the NFL. That's okay. You can, but you want him to play in that, 10, you know, top 10 to 12 range. And if he does that, then you can win with that. And it just has to be an aggressive brand of football, I think, from Derek Carr to, to really maximize his ability. Okay, when talking Saints and Derek Carr, with Chris Alave at wide receiver, and if Michael Thomas gets his mind right, and they're a well-run organization, I mean, he's been, you know, I mean, the Raiders have, uh, they've been all over the place. And, 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 and I know Dennis Allen's not Sean Payton. But still, it's a pretty well-run organization with Miss Benson and Mickey Loomis. It sounds like if he's bet- between 10 and 20 and Alave and Michael Thomas are what they think we, you know, they're what we think they can be, that he could play in that 10 to 12 to 15 range pretty consistently. Consistently, Yes or no? Uh, yes, I think that's definitely possible. I mean, there's there's other pieces at play. Um, yeah, so if Michael Thomas comes back and he's that uber possession receiver who's just always open underneath, he's a, your move-the-chains guy. Chris Olave is also a great route runner who gets open, but he can also stretch the field. He gets behind the defense. I mean, even what they got from Rashid Shaheed last year was awesome. They, you know, they've been going through finding these third and fourth receivers who are just top-notch deep threats that um, – you know, safeties have to account for. Shahid is a big weapon there too. And Jawan Johnson and Foster Moreau, who they just brought in, they've got weapons there. And then it's about the offensive line. Can Trevor Penning, you know, if he's healthy for the entire season, is he going to be good enough in pass protection in year two? I think the interior, it was a, uh, was a little, you know, they struggled at times last year with Andres Peed and Eric McCoy just re-signed. And, you know, so, so they've got pieces but the offensive line's got to stay healthy and protect Carr. I mean, that's the other part of Carr's game. He does not do great with pressure. Um, 
not most, most quarterbacks don't, but Carr's not really the guy that's going to overcome it over time. You know, in, in spurts he will, but he's not going to overcome heavy pressure. So if the offensive line doesn't hold up, there'll be some issues. But yeah, the Saints, I think, have all the pieces to, to bounce back this year, to surprise. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what Carr does, too, because he, he had his worst year since his rookie season last year. And so how much of that was just new system, Josh McDaniels, maybe they butt heads, they don't get along, they're not great, whatever it, whatever it was. Carr wasn't great last year, but for a three-year stretch prior to that, he was, he was on a pretty good run. So Carr's been up and down throughout his career. He's certainly capable, and you know a lot of those pieces for the Saints definitely have to stay healthy and, and produce to, to maximize Carr. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, after one really good season with Jalen Hurts, everybody's on board, which I find interesting. Um, are, are you clear-cut 100% that J- Jalen Hurts over Dak Prescott? Over Dak, no. I wouldn't put him over Dak. I mean, I thought he was better than Dak last year, but I think you also have to you have to look at the circumstances. I think the thing that made people want to buy into Jalen Hurts is it was a clear trajectory. You know, like when you described Dak Prescott's career, it was you know, he kind of peaked as a rookie. Like in, in Dak's first four seasons, his best year might have been his rookie season. And he kind of tapered off for two years, and then he bounced back in year four. With Jalen Hurts, it has been consistent improvement where he – he came in as a rookie, started a few games, was, you know, up and down, but showed some flashes. And then the next year was better. And then last year was, was just much better. And the Eagles ran the whole offense through Hurts' running ability. And, um, but you also, it also coincided with A.J. Brown coming in, as I've said a million times, the impact of having A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and good tight ends to throw to a great offensive line. So the environment certainly helped. I mean, in, in a vacuum, I'm not putting Jalen Hurts over Dak Prescott, but 
you know, if Hurts goes out there and continues to improve, if he continues that trajectory, which is which doesn't always happen. You know, I think a lot of fans think that the uh, you know players players progress like it's a Madden video game where you just you know tack on a couple more points to their overall grade every single year, their their rating, and they just always get better. Like that's not reality. Players like I just described Derek Carr's career. He's been up and down. You know, his best year was probably 2016. So players don't just get better every year, but Hurts has. You know, Josh Allen kind of has done that. You know, but there's a there's a point where that plateaus, and we'll see what happens where it, with Hurts if he continues to push it forward, or if he plateaus to to just being a you know a very good or good to very good very uh, quarterback. You know, this year. So um, still a little bit more to come, but I think you know Dak has a better track record. Where I would, in a vacuum, I would I would take Dak Prescott over Jalen Hurts right now. So in the NFC, would you say Dak Prescott? And Jalen Hurts are tier one quarterbacks. And would you still have a healthy Matthew Stafford there with the Rams? How would Steve Palazzolo look at that? I mean, yeah, in the NFC, I think you have to put Stafford in that bucket with, uh, with Hurts and Dak Prescott. You have to. Um, Kirk Cousins is probably in that bucket, too. I mean, those, there's, they're all, they all win differently and there's all different styles and all that stuff. But we're, we're talking, the NFC where, you know, who are, who are the good quarterbacks? It's probably those four. I don't think I'm missing anybody. So Jalen Hurts, Zach Prescott, Matthew Stafford, and Cousins kind of on the fringe there. You know, I don't think he's a carry the team type of guy, but he's really efficient and really effective. Uh, but I think that shows just how, how wide open the NFC is because, uh, you know, those guys are, those guys are like tier two or three in, if you're just loading up with uh, AFC quarterbacks as well. So, what San What are the San Francisco 49ers going to do, Steve? I think I think they saw enough from Brock Purdy that they'd like for him to be the guy. Um, it's okay to not have to push Trey Lance, even though you gave up so much to get him. You know that was it's a sunk cost at this point. Um, it would be interesting to see if Trey Lance had time to develop and all that fun stuff. Uh, what they could do. I've always thought that Trey Lance could really enhance their run game. But what they got from Purdy was really Jimmy Garoppolo plus. It was just, it was a it was a tick better from what they were getting from Jimmy Garoppolo. And it, it was just a couple extra plays per game of maybe some off structure stuff or just feel for the game that Brock Purdy brought to the table. Um, but you know, if I, the same thing I'm saying about Jalen Hurts, like, you know, let's let's wait and see. You know, I'm, you guys know me. I'm not ready to all those graphics that were showing up on TV, like let's compare Brock Purdy to Joe Montana and Steve Young and 49ers history. Like that's, that's like fun story stuff, but it's ridiculous. So, you know, we're like 10, 12 games into Brock Purdy's career. Like let's give him some time. Like he did, he did this at Iowa state too. He was better as a freshman than he was as a senior. So I think Brock Purdy showed enough stuff that they want him to be the guy. I think they let Trey Lance compete. And if Trey Lance just takes this massive step forward and he's, a little more accurate decision making's better, and they decide they want to tap into his run, uh, running ability a little bit. Maybe Trey Lance pushes pushes Purdy from the starting spot, but I think it's going to be if Purdy's healthy. I think it's going to be his job, and they're going to say, "Hey, get out there, distribute the ball to our playmakers, run this offense." And you know, the fact that he's making under a million dollars per year on his contract could be a huge win for the Niners if they roll with him for the majority of his his uh, rookie contract here. Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Steve Palazzolo on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We're talking NFL QBs, a little bit of scheduling. Um, 
Dak and the Cowboys have to go out to San Francisco, eh, basically like middle of the year or kind of early middle October, and we'll see how we'll see how that looks. That that's probably not going to look well. Uh, good for, with Shanahan versus McCarthy. What if you could hire any of the sitting head coaches today? No, I got to take out Andy Reid. If you could hire any of the sitting head coaches today in the NFL, who would you hire? I think it's Shanahan. I really do. I mean, he's a baller because because if if I'm a GM, I'm going to the owner. Like part of my GM interview is going to the owner and say, "Look, we're going to try to find a quarterback, and we're going to do it in an unconventional way. I'm gonna I might draft a guy every year in the first round. I might." you know, take a million shots. I might try to store five of them on my roster and, and give up on, you know, gunners and special teamers because it's that important. But if I have a Kyle Shanahan, he's what, you know, him and Andy Reid, like there's a couple guys in the league who you can win with mid-tier quarterbacks consistently, right, who can consistently create high-end offense, not despite the quarterback, but regardless of the quarterback. So, Shanahan's like that cheat code. So then I go to the owner and say, okay, I can, if I bring in Kyle Shanahan, maybe we don't have to be crazy finding a quarterback. Then we can spend our resources building the rest of the infrastructure of the team, the offensive line, the playmakers, just get, just get Kyle Shanahan toys to play with and, and he'll put it together. We just need a good enough quarterback and, you know, we'll still bring guys in, but we don't need to be elite. Um, look, they haven't won a Super Bowl or anything like that, but there's been, when Shanahan's had his starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then, you know, Brock Purdy, they've won. They've made it to the NFC yeah. championship. They've been on the top. So I think Shanahan would be the guy. I would just, I would also just kind of help him out with some of the game management stuff and being more aggressive and all that. But as far as the high end stuff, creating offense, that's where, uh, that's where Shanahan's advantage really is. What are your expectations for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson this year? Oh, I have no idea. I can't wait to watch. I mean, it's either going to be, it's either Peyton helps him get back on track or we're sitting here a year from now trying to figure out how much money do the Broncos have to burn to get to the next guy. I mean, that's, there's, there's really not much in between. I don't think, um, I guess they could be like an eight and nine team and you're, yeah, you know, we're kind of in the middle, but I'm interested to see how Sean Payton wants Russell Wilson to play because I, I think, you know, clearly Russell Wilson's, Best play is working off play action, throwing the ball down the field, and the Bronx, and, and not really throwing at a high volume, right? not dropping back 40, 45 times a game. So I think Peyton will really try to run the ball a lot, really try to play to Russ's strengths, and I think he'll get him back on track. I don't think Russell Wilson is a lost cause, but if he is, it'll, it'll be because like, there were times where Russell Wilson didn't look physically good last year. The throws weren't great. The athleticism wasn't great. If we don't see Russell Wilson physically in, in a good spot next year, then, yeah, that's, it won't matter, I don't think, what Sean, Sean Payton brings to the table. But I think Payton will play to his strengths. He'll run the ball, run play action, mm-hmm. stretch the field, and we'll see a much more effective Russell Wilson. But, again, it'll come down to his physical ability. And if he's not special outside of the pocket, then maybe he's just a mid-tier quarterback at this point. And Denver's got some – some decisions to make at the end of the year. Okay. What, uh, yeah, Sean, Sean Payton is not going to be patient. So not, not with the success he's had and he's right around 60 years old. Um, he, he's not going to be patient. You make a good point. This thing's either going to start going well 
early or or they're going to start to try to find a way to move on. Steve Palazzolo, pff.com, Pro Football Focus. Great site. Check it out. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Let's go back to the NFC South. Who do you have? Do you have the Saints as the favorite? Uh, yeah. When I'm in uh, Saints territory, I say the Saints are the favorite. Yep. I just did Carolina radio earlier today. I said they're going to win for sure. So uh, the only if I go to Tampa, though, I won't lie. They're not. They're not the favorites. Okay. So is so the, yeah. <laughs> is this a Saints Carolina? How do you look at it? Uh, any of the well outside of Tampa Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, I mean, Carolina. I, I mean, even Tampa Bay could do. You know, it's so wide open. I think Atlanta is good. I, so. Atlanta brought in Bijan Robinson, and you know, you know, I wouldn't agree with that move and all that stuff. But they already had a really effective run game. He'll make it a little bit better, probably. And Atlanta made a lot of improvements this year, both sides of the ball. They had a ton to the defensive side of the ball. Guys like Calais Campbell and uh, Jesse Bates at safety. So I think Atlanta's going to be good. Now it depends on Ritter. Desmond Ritter is the, the quarterback. He was a third rounder last year. We saw him. He was okay as a rookie. But he's a big unknown. But I just know Atlanta made a lot of Oscar last year, and they've done a pretty good job of just being feisty and tough. So I think Atlanta, New Orleans, and and the, and the Panthers are in the and the Panthers are in the mix if Bryce Young is good, right? If he hits hits the ground running and he's good, the Panthers are good. So I think they're all in the mix. And who knows if Tampa, you know, if they can just start creating, they still have playmakers there. The new offensive coordinator left, which is out. Who knows if Baker Mayfield catches lightning in a bottle? This could be the year oh, for Baker. Man. So, so it's, it's it's wide open. I think the South. But yeah, I'd say the same for the of course. Okay, uh, Steve Palazzolo on the Out of Bounds Show. All right, buddy. Um, have a great weekend. And I'm glad that you think that Dak Prescott is the uh, best quarterback in the NFC. And he didn't have a a, a W two or W three last year. Wide receiver number two or three. Now that they gave him a wide receiver two, I guess if Gallup comes back healthy and productive, that could be his wide receiver number three. Got about 30 seconds, Steve? For Dak? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, having uh, having him and um, Brandon Cooks and, and um, what's his face? C.D. Lamb? Sorry. Yeah, that's good. Like, just adding Brandon Cooks to the mix this offseason so you don't have to force a receiver in the first round, I love it. Dallas is, they'll be back on track, I think, offensively next year. Not that they were bad, but they'll be be more effective next year. Cool. Have a good weekend, buddy. See you, man. Yep, thank you, guys. Steve Palazzolo, uh, NFL Insider, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Show is brought to you by Sound and Communications. SoundcomAB.com, the top quality audio visual company in the state of mississippi leading edge audio visual for churches businesses and sports facilities soundcomab.com sound and communications hour number three in a minute with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.